Hello everyone, this is Dola with Love in Your Life Podcast. And today I have Alex here. Um, Alex is 26 and um, we're talking about, we've been talking about career selection and um, the idea of knowing what we want to do right out of high school. And I think you'll find this an interesting story because Alex is someone who did know what she wanted to do when she went into college. She actually knew at age 15 what she had a preference for. So um, she's unique in that sense because, again, we've been talking about assessment and the value of assessment. It wouldn't have necessarily helped all that much with Alex's um issue because she did know however she did not know where to go and she did experiment with a number of things so I'm going to ask Alex a couple of questions and you'll learn about her story and um, why you know all uh, one size doesn't fit all obviously and I have a comment after we're done with Alex's story about what I think um, is going on here okay so Alex um so you knew at age 15 um, that you were always, as you said, captivated by how movies were made and the background stories of it. So when you were going into college, what were you thinking in terms of a uh, curriculum? Um, so going into college, I didn't have the experience that I thought other people had going into college. They would just go and already have like film experience, whether it was on their own or with a company, and um, so they would be able to just jump right into the media arts program and, you know, fit in, whereas I didn't realize at first that you would have to start off at beginner level if you didn't have experience and then after a few classes you would make your own film and then you'd send that in to the program and then they would evaluate it and see if that was worth being in the program mm -hmm. and that was University of Buffalo mm -hmm. and they did have a media program mm -hmm. but you didn't go into that program. I didn't Did eventually not. no Okay, so what is it that you did go into? I went into international studies. Because? Um, I had <laughs> a, I, I loved uh, people, I loved cultures and learning about people from other cultures and language and I felt like um, I did have, I wanted to be involved in documentary filmmaking so then I felt like those went together. If I went for international studies then I could combine filming with that and make that a career or something. But admittedly, um, that was not the best college for you to pursue your dream, right, Alex? No, yeah, no. And the reason you didn't <laughs> go to your college was basically because it was too far and... Yeah, too, too expensive. I, I couldn't pay that every year. Um, also, like, I could have gone to another college closer by, so like Ithaca. Mm -hmm. Ithaca College is um, very art-focused, okay. but I didn't really know that at the time because of not having guidance in high school. There you go. And I remember I, w I went to my guidance counselor and we had like one meeting about where I'm applying and that was it. And like 
they didn't really specify like oh maybe you should look into these schools these mm -hmm. sound more up your alley mm -hmm. and I remember my dad always saying like, you should apply to Geneseo and I was thinking I don't want to be out in the middle of nowhere <laughs> and like I didn't you don't know how college is until you get there mm -hmm. and um so had I had I known I really probably would have went to Ithaca because at least that was only three hours from home mm -hmm. and even though it's private so it would cost a little bit more the benefit was outweighed the cost to okay. me so okay. but I didn't know that at the time mm -hmm. so so part of this deal is really um, you know having the right institution for what you want to do but you heard Alex say the thing that I one of my you know my nemesis is the the whole guidance counseling thing available at the high school level, which basically do, is virtually non-existent. Um, I have an issue with that because I, I mean, back when I was going to high school and college, it was like that. It's no better today, and I've been you know harping about this. But here's a, an exact example of someone who has recently gone through the system and it was not assisted. Um, so there you go. Uh, but that's 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 really. Um, you know, that was an aside. Alex still knew, even though she didn't have good guidance, um, what, what the guidance would have helped her with was the options. You know, what other colleges nearby, less costly for her, might have been uh, appropriate for her. So that's that's the one issue. But I want to get back to the fact that she did know what she wanted to do, because most of us don't, right? So um, when Alex went into college, and then she she studied the international studies because she she thought there was a tie-in with documentary and uh, filmmaking and that kind of that kind of thing, which really does make sense. Um, she had another um, issue to confront, <laughs> and that was that um, she uh, was questioning. The, you heard her say there were other people that probably had more experience. Now, I don't know if that was real or imagined. Alex, can you imagine what that was now that you look back? That was me not knowing anything about anything then. <laughs> like I that was that was me just being unaware of how things operate and not having anyone else in my life be interested in the same thing as me so like I didn't know the path to take um I think that had a lot to do with fear and confidence issues related like I I would I would make excuses I guess along the way as to like why I shouldn't do something or like there's gonna be all these people who have way more experience than I am so how how would I ever make it but and that's like applying to jobs. There's so many people with experience, like, why would they ever pick me? But, uh, I mean, now I know you just have to go and do it. <laughs> Whereas then I, I thought about it way too much. Yeah. I, I think all of us have this, um, you know, the question uh, that aren't other people better than me, smarter than me, taller than me, <laughs> skinnier than me. <laughs> we we all have those uh, questions about ourselves. So I don't think that's a big um, th that's a big surprise. Uh, I think we all lack that kind of confidence, and um, I think uh, that does 
it's fear. It's fear of not succeeding, basically, or of um, making a bigger deal of it than, um, you know, I, I think what we ultimately say to ourselves when we realize that we made a bigger deal of it is that we had a great deal of fear going in. And fear is, um, you know, I once heard uh, someone say, false evidence appearing real you know that's what fear is because it's not real it's just yeah. in your, our heads right mm -hmm. so um so that's 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 definitely uh, an aspect of this i'd like to uh, it, you know continue to explore on this um podcast but um i think that the, the the guidance counseling is really still um on my mind because i feel as though uh alex could have been helped and i i wanted to say that i i really believe that in a left brain field or world, I think it's much easier. I think the the dynamics of, hey, I want to go be an engineer. Okay, you got X number of colleges to pick from. You know, there are numerous um, options. Um, let me go here. It costs less or it's nearby or I don't have a cost issue. So let me go as far away from my parents as I possibly can <laughs> or any of those things. Right. But when you're in a right brain field, I think what happens is that um, there's a lot more of there's a uh, there's a, a lot more of a, a nebulous quality going on. I think, you know, people don't know where, what to do with you. Uh, nobody in, uh, Alex said, nobody in my world was in anything like this. You know, my father and mother did left brain work and mm -hmm. um, most of my siblings did. And Alex is the last born of five. So she had a lot of people before her, but they were all in uh, fields that were very tangible left brain fields. And she was the um, odd man out in a sense. Uh, you know, had she been in California in some kind of, uh, you know, uh, school where they really, uh, had lots of activities surrounding um, playwriting and writing and uh, and filming uh, where they're more likely to do that in California maybe she would have had a clearer path but I do think that the right brain world has a, a bit more of a challenge to it um, so so Alex after college you did uh, move to New York City yes. and what was your thought there <laughs> well, this was a couple years after college, and I basically, so I was working for AmeriCorps mm -hmm. and doing, um, developing workforce and education programs mm -hmm. at a, um, at a economic and cultural development center. Uh-huh. And, um, so that wasn't fulfilling to me. I and again like AmeriCorps is only a year long mm -hmm. so I was going to stay for that whole year and but like this had already been a couple years outside of college I hadn't been going where I wanted to go and doing what I wanted to do and I was just very antsy and like wanting to leave and so I eventually just made the decision to leave and move to New York um my boyfriend at the time was in New York anyway, so it just worked out, mm -hmm. but, like, my idea of what it was going to be like didn't match how it actually was. Mm -hmm. um, I tried to look for jobs in 
international studies fields, but they don't pay a lot. Mm-hmm. It, it basically, you're getting paid minimum wage, and the only way to really make money in that field is if you go and get your master's. Mm-hmm. So that was one thing. The other thing was being in an area that I wasn't familiar with, and I was bouncing around from different subleases, mm-hmm. and you know, I wasn't comfortable because, like, one month I would live one place and then the next month I lived in another place and and then also the rent was expensive and I wasn't I was like I saw myself focusing more on trying to pay my rent and make money to pay my bills than actually do what I went there for to like (laughs) to you know do what I wanted of course of course yeah so did you leave there yeah so after seven months I came back to Buffalo um, and I came back more so to kind of reorganize mm-hmm. my life and just like <laughs> figure out what I want to do um, like I, I knew what I wanted to do but how to do it right. and um, yeah I kind of spent a few months just having a regular retail job and just trying to find my path Mm -hmm. um and I think the big thing for me is fear whereas like I I really had to work to get past my fear I still have it but I it's way easier for me to get past it's way easier for me to get out of my head and say like I'm just thinking that because of fear and and that's not actually true so um then I started writing more and practicing photography, but I still wasn't doing enough that it was getting me anywhere. Mm-hmm. So here we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here we are back at square one. Not really square one. I mean, here's the thing, though. You have a lot more information today yeah. than you did. And you have the self-awareness you said you're self-aware, and that's true. I can see that. And that's that's really something very valuable because a lot of people, we've been talking about a lack of self-awareness, which is why people are confused. So you're not confused. <laughs> you have the self-awareness. Yeah. You have fear, mm-hmm. um, which we all have um, to some degree or another. But you've allowed fear to stop you, maybe. But you're still able to talk yourself into, but it's just my fear. You know, yeah. do, do you know what I mean? So, so the self awareness itself is the first step toward conquering the fear, Alex. And I think everyone would agree with that because we've all had fear. We're humans. Um, we all share that. But especially when you're in your predicament where you know what you want to do, but you don't have a clue how to get there to do mm-hmm. it. Um, if someone were to hand you a job, you'd take it with zest and zeal and I'm sure you'd probably perform very well but um, the likelihood of somebody doing that yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty low so so I mean what are your options now Alex what do you think your options are um right now I'm really just I think for me fear before was very debilitating mm-hmm. it wouldn't let me do what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I, I knew what I wanted to do, 
I know what I want to do and it just wouldn't let me do it mm -hmm. um and I think now just from years of feeling the same way I've I've gotten over my fear I, it's still there but like I am much more aware of it being false evidence than actually and then reality and so now I'm just taking the steps to do things for me I'm I'm not so much worried about getting a job in the field right now mm -hmm. that's what I want but right now I'm more so focused on practicing my art for me so that I can break away from that fear and then like I'll build a portfolio and then that's when I can go and get a job that's great that's great well that's that's a good plan um, I would say though that the the, the trouble with um, being uh, a right brain person and a you know operating in that environment I think is much more challenging and I'm so glad to hear that you you are just going to do it for yourself because I've heard many many stories I'm sure people have heard them too where people have decided I'm going to write for myself I'm going to write this book for me and actually I'm gonna self-publish this book for me and something has happened with mm -hmm. it now he hasn't done it for me but <laughs> but it might do it for you or you know for people in the future I mean I've always been in that I've, I've been caught between the worlds mm -hmm. left brain and right brain so I understand that perfectly um, on your side Alex and I do wish you well I do think you'll be fine I know you'll be fine it's just a matter of like you said just working through the fear mm -hmm. you know just continuing to work through the fear and I have a couple of books I could recommend you to, to read <laughs> since you're a good reader but anyway I think that what we found is that um, for Alex uh, to, to just summarize for Alex this the, the idea of um, having a, a career evaluation uh, via some assessment instrument wouldn't have been as valuable other than the fact that it would have validated that she was a right brain girl it would have definitely done that for her but it wouldn't have been able to point her in the direction of either a college an appropriate college for her or an appropriate um, uh, set of resources for her to pursue so you know there are limits to what an assessment will do but in Alex's case it wouldn't have been all that much all that beneficial but what we find is that even though even though it wasn't very beneficial to her it the validation itself may have allowed her to feel a little less fearful it could have i'm not sure that it would have alex but um there's a slight possibility that it would have allowed you to feel that greater confidence sense of confidence that said I'm here to do this this mm -hmm. is why I'm here um again getting back to that purpose question so but thank you for listening, guys. And remember, the only way to live is with love in your life, personally and professionally. Until next time. <laughs>